Welcome to Visionaries Global Media, your number one source for podcasting entertainment. Good, bad, good, bad, good, bad, good. <laughs> All right, welcome back to Good Cop, Bad Cop, episode 217. Before I ask you how you're doing, Matt... We normally talk about the um, the Christmas crackers normally at the end. Um, I want to talk about the start, actually. Okay. So you mentioned on the end of the last show that I'm going to come off really bad and the devil's advocate was about, I thought you said Rio rather than Riho. You just can't enunciate words. And anyway, I listened back to that one. I don't think I came out bad at all from that one. I, I listened back. I thought my argument was very reasonable. I didn't think it was over the top or anything. I thought you guys' reaction to what I said was over the top, if anything. Yeah, I, I misremembered it. I, I think it's probably because you guys were berating me so much, but yeah, I, I thought it was, I thought my comments were very reasonable. If memory to the critic, Graham, I'd merely said that you had strong opinions, and mm-hmm. it was in honour of what you said at the time. That was all it was. Okay. I didn't even think it was uh, necessarily Christmas cracker worthy, even. It wasn't anything that that was so much of a hot take, I didn't think. I thought it was quite a hot take that you that you were that you were quite happy to see someone break their leg because you you didn't like them that much. Uh, I you made me sound far worse than I think you gotta to listen to the tape. I don't think I was uh... I, I, but they can. It's it's Christmas cracker went out last week. Goes uh-huh. and guys. It's out there in the audio in the orbit land. Uh not doctored or anything. So yeah. That cracker been good though, Grab Vichy. Cracker's been good. Yeah, they have. They have. I'll, I'll ask you how you've been in a second, but um, just for context, we are recording on Thursday. Um, we we're we're struggling to find time. Uh, Friday is a travel day for me, and, and uh, Saturday I'm going to be at the and you as well. And um, I'm going to be at the Browns game um, at the <sighs> weekend. I know you got CXW as well. And uh, there's just a lot going on. And as it was, um, we had a snow day, so I said, "Hey, if you can make it, let let's go ahead and do it Thursday." Um, because to be honest, if we record Friday anyway, it's before SmackDown's on, so it's not like we're getting anything extra. The only thing that we probably can't comment about is what happens on Impact tonight, and that happens rarely anyway. So, I think it'll be all right. And as it was, Matt, um, one of those fortunate ones. Um, they always err on the side of caution, of course, as you have to with children, with big buses and cold weather and things like that. It turned into be just be a rain day, so I got a few chores done as well, which was nice. But anyway, how you been, buddy? Um, it's been a busy, busy week. This has been the first time since before the pandemic we've been able to do a Christmas dinner at work. Um, oh, yeah. So, so much interest this year. We fact, we did two Christmas dinners. We waited the and Thursday. I didn't get a say in the map. I was just told I was doing it. Two um, advent calendars, two dinners. Oh, my God. I had, no, no. I was cooking two Christmas dinners at work. Oh, wasn't having it. I was cooking it. Oh, you were just preparing it? Oh, I thought yeah. you meant you went as a guest. No. Oh, wow. 140 covers both days. Oof. Eggs. Yeah. That microwave was doing overtime. I will slap you where you stand, sir. Five roasted turkeys, sir. Five roasted turkeys. And my goodness, they were moist. They were beautiful. Beautiful pigs in blankets. Proper pigs in blankets, Tanner. Um, that's a throwback for you. For seconds in the old days. Uh, Yorkshire pud, stuffing, roast, proper roast potatoes. Uh, sprouts. What's a not proper roast potato? Um, ones that are fried. Oh, 
that's yeah, that's yeah. There is a place was in, in the my, name roast. I would have thought a place in my town which deep which legitimately deep fries their jacket potatoes, <laughs> and they call it a baked potato still. Well, and I would have thought the uh, Scottish side of you that would have might have appealed to you, to be quite honest. But, yeah, yeah, but if I wanted, if I wanted a fried potato, I would order chips or fries <laughs> in America, of course. Um, and I like me fries as well. But if I want a jacket potato, I want a proper baked potato in the oven, as 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 God intended, as it were. Um, I I have driven through uh, Wendy's a couple of times when I first moved to the states, and asked don't for a drive through. Stop outside it. I asked for a jacket potato and they were very confused. <laughs> I, had to, I actually had to read the menu and they're like, oh, because I knew what they had at their menu at that point. So in my mind, it was a jacket Baked potato. Baked potato. Baked potato. Baked potato. Yeah. I think food American is fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had a lot of uh, I had a lot of fun. Do you have not a this? Do you have sprouts in America? Um, not very but they're not very popular. But I remember you. See, I remember now. Of course, you do. I remember seeing it on. Yeah, as a, as a side option, didn't you? One of your oh, yeah. crazy, didn't you? I yeah, it was Red Lobster. Yeah, yeah Red Lobster was sprouts. Uh, fried uh, sprouts, I think, or something like silly like that. Yeah, they have just started, they've just started doing them over here, Graham. Now as well. Mm-hmm. Of course they have. Of course they have. Yeah, obviously. And yeah. Talk about me and and my busy week cooking lots and lots of Christmas dinners for people. How have you been, sir? Um, it's last last week of school. It's always a little bit more, a little bit more lighthearted. Um, people can be kind of. Sometimes it can be a little worse because people are just like focusing, obviously, on what's coming up next week rather than what's focusing on this week. But the fact we had, um, we we're only going to end up with a four day week was uh, kind of good. Um, like you, busy. I had something on every single night, training or tutoring or meetings or. But hey, whatever. Um, and and some of the other things I, I can't talk about quite yet because they're going to come up in the in in the segments. So, so I don't blurt out anything that I'm not supposed to. Probably we should go ahead and move into our first section then. Let's do it, buddy. Good. Good. I was going to try and get a guest on the sneak, but then I was like, it's eleven o'clock for you. I was like, if you've got to work early in the morning, that that would prolong the the length of this episode. So in I the end, I didn't work in the morning. I get to sleep in tomorrow morning. Thank goodness. Oh, you do. Oh, I should have asked, but then if I ask, then it kind of lets the cat out of the bag. So I had all day to possibly arrange something, but I was like, nah, we won't bother. All right, well, no guests, so you get to go first then. Okay, because you can't. I wouldn't ask you to follow my best cop moment. Okay, fine. I do know your best comment, that's fine. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about the Ring of Honor event this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Something happened that I've never seen before. People paid $40 to watch it on TV? Well, that's one thing, but no. I'm, talk- I'm, I'm talking more about the fact of, um, obviously, the Ring of Honor Championship changed hands. And a very mm-hmm. worthy person is now Ring of Honor World Champion. And that's not upset about Claudia being champion. Everyone thought you see that Claudia was world champion. It's the manner in which he became champion. Do you know how? Well, I'm guessing you know how you how you it, Graham. Yeah. Um, I only know little bits. I, I don't. I can't give you the complete answer. He won when Jericho tapped out to the swing. 
Oh, that makes sense now. I, With his promo, yeah. I he was hinting at that on the dynamite, but I yeah. couldn't quite piece. I, I, I was like, it. really? I, I was like, that doesn't make sense. Okay. Jericho was being swung on so many times that Jericho actually swung his arm out and was tapping during the swing. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Eventually, someone's going to have to do it eventually. I'm surprised it took this long. Um, how unconventional. How brilliant. How Claudio. Mm. Um, and it, it just filled me with joy because it it took me back to um the summer of twenty eighteen, a young ten year old trying to make me tap out, uh, despite despite <laughs> his dad's insistence that I try he tried to Pete done, um, <laughs> it uh it it took me back to um some some of the brilliant uh. Innovative ways to make someone tap out, and, and I felt really wholesome about it. And Jericho did a solid for, uh, for someone who deserves his place in the spotlight for sure. It was a wholesome moment. I think everyone's happy. Good moment. Yeah, almost everyone's happy. Um, I'm giving it a bad cop moment because With the been on my Facebook feed. I've <laughs> been on my Facebook feed this week. Uh, Mason and I headed up to Baltimore to go and watch Ring of Honor Final Battle in December. And it's it happened a couple of times, and we had a fantastic time there. Tickets were super priced. Um, it's less than an hour and a half away. We got to see top talent. There was a banging show each time, and that was one of my concerns. I did say, I wonder if that's gonna if that's gonna change. And sure enough, that's not gonna be a I don't even think it'll be an occasional thing by the sounds of it. So I understand the big picture side of it, but it's it's a little disappointing that we can't go and support that because we, we did have a good time at both of those events. Sounds like Tony Khan is back on back in, in the bad cop house and and not I'm me. hoping I'm not spoiling any future segment moments for you as well. But in regards to Ring of Honor, um it sounds like that their TV deal thing is not really materializing at all, and they're just going back to their subscription service. So if you want to watch that show, or if I want to watch that show, I would have to sign up for, is it on a club? Is that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah. Um, but I got to wait like three months. So unless you're prepared to pay $40 ahead of time, which I would not be. Feels like a, feels like a bad deal to me. I, it's, not, it's not in my bad cop moments, no, but uh, it feels like a, yeah, it feels like a, I feel like a bad missed it for sure. But all the the talk to just announce that, oh, you're going to be on Honor Club, it sounded a little bit um, anticlimactic. Kind of like, um, I don't know if you heard this story. I don't care if it alienates half the audience. I don't think it will be half. Um, did you hear about 45's big announcement? He announced on uh, Wednesday they had a big announcement. Did he? Did you hear? No, you didn't hear that? Okay. I, 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 thankfully, I, I, you were, you avoid most of that story then being in England. Um, his big announcement was he's um, he launched a um, a digital card of himself for $99. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. As an a digital card. card, so not a physical, not a physical card. It's one of those. It's not an e-card. It's I, I, I'm I'm using the wrong terminology. NFT. Here, but... Yeah, that type of thing. Exactly. I was like, oh, for goodness' sake. He's like, this makes a great present. Make sure you buy it because I've heard it's going to sell out really quick. <laughs> oh my god. I was trying to think what the big announcement was going to be. I was like, it's already announced he's running in 2024. I was like, what on earth could it be? He's going to uh... he's going to lose <laughs> to um, DeSantis as well. <laughs> Sorry, to, I don't know why I brought politics into that, but I just I don't know why I made that connection. Graham, right Graham, 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 
neither of us can vote in America. It's fine. <laughs> We're the only podcast on VG on VGM which has no political bias at all because we can't vote in that country. <laughs> That is true. That is true. Well, it's interesting that you picked um, Jericho losing to opponent as your good cop moment. Um, I did tell you what my good cop moment was, so I don't know if that influenced it in any way, shape, or form, but if it did, it was perfect. Um, I did reserve this one because I wanted to make sure that you didn't steal it from me. Um, Particularly last week, as I mentioned the fact that Casey Navarro had been uh, training um, at the Performance Center, and I mentioned the, the Ninja Mac. We got pictures with Ninja Mac. We got pictures with Casey Navarro. What I didn't mention at that one was who Ninja Mac fought and actually lost to in the final, which was Action Andretti. So the fact that um, I, I, Matt, is very rare we get surprised by things. Like the finish that you just talked about, it's like, we've never seen that before. Somebody tapping out to, to the swing. We haven't seen that before. I did not think for one fraction of a second that Action Andretti would uh, beat Chris Jericho. I did not think that that match would go on for more than two minutes, which is pretty much their their standard play on things like this. Particularly within the promo, Chris Jericho is calling him out. He's like, I need a jobber so I can get ready for my rematch. And it fit into the narrative perfect. It's like, okay, yeah, they're going to do this again, obviously, because it went so well. And it didn't play out that way at all. The crowd, oh my gosh. First of all, they were cheering for him as a jobber. But within five minutes, they were eating out of his hand. It was... How can you not love Chris Jericho for doing that? Apparently, reading the backstory, um, he saw his match, uh, I think it was against QD Marshall um, in October on Dark or something, and he decided, like, that's the guy. Uh, that's he, That guy's going to be a star. I'm going to make him a star. And um, within five minutes, if you didn't know who Action Andretti was, you quickly did. Um, he Full of talent. Um, we got to see him the very next show, actually. Um, it was just Jackson and I. We went to the cinema in, I think it was like February. It sounds weird going to a cinema. Um, they actually had the stage there and they were wrestling on the stage. And and we got to meet Action Andretti because I wanted to talk to him because I was like, man, he is so good. It feels really cool, Matt, when um, my opinions are kind of matched by other people. Because obviously I'm just a casual fan. But I was like, he looks legit. Like, he's amazing. But that could just be me as a sideline person. not really know what I'm talking about. But the fact that Chris Jericho could see the same thing that I could see. Um, what a match. I'm I'm not going to lie to you, Matt, and I don't remember the last time this happened, if at all it happened. I'm sure it did, but I can't remember when. I had a tear in my eye at the end. I knew the result already, because I'd already seen it over Twitter, and I was like, what? Action Andretti beat Chris Jericho? Uh, Mario, uh, I'm about to say Mario Andretti. Uh, Action Andretti is all elite? Like, what the? What's going on here? It, it, was, it was phenomenal. This morning, I, I watched the whole match. I have since watched uh, the finish again on uh, YouTube, and I saw the highlights. Um, obviously, last night as well. The... <laughs> I'm I'm lost for words. Um, the whole thing. What a night for that for that young man. Uh, MCW obviously loving it. He's their current champion. He's their current heavyweight champion right now. And apparently, Tony Khan's already said, yeah, he can come back. He can still wrestle for you. So he has at least I think two more shows there. Um, he got interviewed by Rene afterwards as well. Like, <laughs> what a night for that guy. Um, yeah, didn't see it coming, and it was absolutely wonderful. Uh-oh. Been a... I feel like there's a book coming. No! Far from... Oh, okay. There, there was a pause as if you were about to no, just let it sink in, and you were going to twist it 180 degrees. Okay, It's just nice, isn't it? Yeah. It's just... There's been a lot of good stuff this year. But, I mean, one of the things about looking back at crackers and things is looking at how down and 
depressed we were um, at the start of the year. And we're coming towards the year's end. And there's so much good positive stuff in the world of wrestling at the moment. Um, people flying high in, in both of the big two companies. The indie, the thriving uh, on both sides of the Atlantic. Now is a great time to be a wrestling fan. And seeing something like Action Andretti in All Elite, yes. Um, sort of person I want to see. I don't want to see. I would have been happy for Young Bucks to never come back to AEW. I've been happy about that. I've been happy for Mega Hadn't come back. Um, I want to see the new guard come through. I want to see the new talent. I don't want to see people who maybe should be letting someone else have some ring time and not being a Monday Kevin Nash and Scott Hall, if you know what I mean. I actually watched not just that match, I actually watched the whole show. I haven't, I've been bad. I've not been watching AEW and I've often not even seen highlights. It's just been what I watch on Twitter. But thankfully, with having the snow day, I, have, I was like, I can watch it. I got time. I got a couple of hours easily in the morning. So um, I did decide to watch it. Um, I do want to ask you the question, though, because obviously you're the wealth of knowledge on this one. Thank you. Uh, people were talking about is it the biggest upset of the year, of the decade, et cetera, et cetera. So where does it rank in comparison to things like the. And only because I read this off Twitter, the one, two, three kid, for example. The one, two, three kid pinning um, Razor Ramon. Um, that wasn't that was one of the biggest ups on on one night raw. Um, I would say that he had several matches before that, so it's not like I think that this is probably the biggest upset in AEW history. Sure, I think that's for sure. Yeah. Um, Problem is, is to compare it to someone in, I mean, Jericho's a rock star, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, whether you whether you liked his Le Champion gimmick or if you preferred Y2J or, you know, Jericho who smashed Shawn Michaels' wife in the face. Um, no matter what version of Jericho you liked. Um, wondering where that was about to go until you said in the face. Anyone who, anyone um, thinking he's anything but a professional and having to put Nick over doesn't know Jericho. He loves helping the young guard come through and taking one for him. I think the biggest upset to compare that to is probably Fandango when he beat Jericho at WrestleMania. On his debut, um, yeah, I remember, I remember loving him. The story about Jericho complaint saying like, "I'm working with his evil boom ballroom dancer." It was basically Vince's idea of getting back at Jericho for going on dancing with the stars, bold accounts. Um, and he said like, "Like you're gonna have like ninety percent of your offense, Jericho, and then go to the finish." Jericho assumed that meant him win. And then he found out no, it was he Jericho, Jericho run the match ninety percent and then lose Vandango. Um unquestionable upset. You could also throw in Michael Cole beating Jerry Lauder. Uh, but that was a travesty. <laughs> um JR beating Triple H in Madison Square Garden. Wow. Um granted with Batista's help. Um but a, but a win's a win. No, you know? sure. 
Um, I actually like where this is going now. I think this is great for both people. Obviously, it's great for Action Andretti, but I like the way it's going for Jericho. Two losses in a row. Do you really think he's winning his next match? I don't think so. I think he's winning, losing again. And I think we're going to see him spiraling downwards, and then we're going to see the, 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 the apparent mental back. decline of Chris Jericho, and it brings out the next new era of Chris Jericho. It's awesome. Great story, Tom. Or if Jericho needs to go away and do stuff with Foddy, for example, oh, he can go sure. away and find himself or something like that. There, there, this is, this is all good. This is all good stuff. And we're here for it. We are all here for it. Right. Now, as we were as we are recording before Impact gone out, um, mm. obviously. And I I've got to admit, I haven't had a chance to catch Dynamite this week yet. So I would okay. I apologize about that. Um a few bits I've got. Um all come from Monday Night Raw pretty much. Um one of which is Corey Graves on Monday Night Raw um, calling out Brazil for being losers at the World Cup <laughs> on commentary. I love how much him and Kevin Patrick are working on commentary. I love their work on commentary together. They're absolutely brilliant. I, what I was just, the context for that? Um, how did that come up? Um, oh, because um, AD Styles hit a Pele kick. Ah, okay. And like a great Brazilian, and then no great Brazilians in that team. Bunch of losers. Um, like loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Loved how the arrogant was just drained out. It was great. Um, Elias unrolling a joint to read Riddle's lyrics. It was so brilliant, so brilliant. Um, and um, obviously, um, New Day are. New Day, obviously, at deadline, won the NXT Tag Team Championship, um, which was a great match, pretty deadly, to be fair. And we're going to th- and, and we're gonna run it back <clears throat> um, um, on uh, on NXT next week. I'm not sure. Who, I forgot who we're up against, um, but it's going to be a great match. Pledge of Allegiance, guys. That was, uh, I, I, I don't know what they're called. Yeah, it was, it was, I can't wait for that. It'll be great. Um on SmackDown, however, when New Day came out and they were they were wearing their Jason David Frank tribute outfits. Uh, obviously, they were actually both close of close personal friends with um, the late Jason David Frank, and I was big fan. I, I saw him wear them at house show, so I'm really pleased they got to wear them on SmackDown as well. Uh, and they were well received by the, by the fans. Just nice when people wear tribute gear for friends and things like that. Or even if it's like when Seth Rollins did it when he wore um, uh, Dusty's spots for the Hell in a Cell match with Cody, it's it, it's little things like that. People like showing tributes to, to past times gone by and things like that. I just like that. The a bit piece. I'm sure you've got more to talk about, Ben. I want to share one thing about you when you mentioned the Pele kick. Um, this is um, seems we're in the middle of the World Cup. I can't remember exactly how it came up, but we're reading lunch together. The assistant principal joined us. There was like a secret Santa thing going on. I think that's yeah. why she was there. Yeah, yeah. Day. And somebody mentioned Pele, and she's like, "Oh yeah, Pele Maradona." And I, and I kind of looked at her, and she's like, "Isn't it like? Isn't he like a really good player, like Pele Maradona?" I was like, "That's that's two people." And she's like, "Oh," but then she didn't understand. And she continued to refer to it as one person, but. It amused me as a Brit. Nobody else, of course, knew what it was either, though. So, 
I needed somebody else there who could kind of back me up. But I, I did my best to explain that Pele was a Next player from time, Brazil. Be from your the... phone, Graham. I'll correct him. Okay. <laughs> in the fifties and sixties, and uh, Maradona was a completely different era, but eighties and nineties. Yeah, different nationality, and yeah. yeah. But they were insistent that it was one person. It would and... have been a good player. <laughs> I can't argue with that. And Pele is alive still. Um. Well, yes, yes. I don't remember anyway. Yes, uh, at the time of recording, at least for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. My speed check. Um. Yeah. I want to build on what I mentioned last time. Uh, Kylie Ray. Uh. She's appearing on a uh, main event. I was like, oh my gosh, that was that was kind of quick. Uh. Great to see that. Uh. Bishop mentioned it. He uh, tagged me. Um. MGB Graham and Kylie Ray actually liked the post. And Bishop thanked her for liking it and uh, wished her all the best and um, uh, with her battle against sobriety, with sobriety as well. And things like that. And she liked that as well. So we'll add a little interaction with Kylie Ray there, which was uh, very nice. I'm glad I posted something com positive because I was going to comment the fact that I hated her name. <laughs> so I'm really glad that I put what something positive. I can't remember. It's something like Brianna Ray or something. I don't know. It's not Kylie Ray though, so whatever. That's fine though. It's it's fine. I had the uh, the new day uh, new day as new champs as well. I actually watched the whole pay per view. Um, I thought it was a great show. It, it wasn't good. a take. It wasn't a takeover, but it it was a fun thing to watch on a Saturday afternoon. And the last one, I wrote this down, but it might have been soured a little bit. And I don't think we can go into details because I'm sure it'll probably come up in our next segment. Um, Roxy Perez uh, is the new women's NXT champion, which I was delighted by um, until I realized perhaps why that was actually happening. So I'm, I'm just going to leave it at that um, for my whole segment. Yeah, Rox, Roxanne Perez um, winning the Iron Survivor and becoming NXT women's champion is unquestionably a good call moment for Roxy. For question, yeah. unquestionably. Oh, actually, I should have mentioned that. Mason actually came down because he watched, he was like, What's this? And I mentioned, I was like, it's really good. Like I said, I watched the first one. I watched the women's one. And he he sat down and watched the, the men's one with me um, before Ron Breaker came on in the main. It was. I like that. I hope they do more of that. I don't know. Because so, I know we talked about you're unsure about it. I actually liked it. Did you understand um, I'm it, hoping Greg? they do it again. Did, huh? my, did my explanation of it actually help or not? Um, I can't remember exactly what she said, to be honest. But I remember you talking about the penalty box side of it. So mm -hmm. I reckon when that happened, I recognized that side of it. And it was a, a cumulative thing. You had to get as many falls as you could, et cetera. So that part made sense. But I don't remember all the intricacies that you that you said. But I think I got the, the main part of it. But yeah. Yeah. I thought it was an hour to begin with. But I, I think the timing was right. Yeah. I think it was 25 minutes. Yeah. I think 25 that was, minutes uh, was enough for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Particularly when you're doing two of them. Exactly, exactly. It was enough, and it was it was enough to get all the action in, all these bots, and not clog the show up. Uh -huh. Yep. All right, shall we hit those bad cop moments? I think we better. Good! Bad! All right. What you got? Where do I start this week? Let's start at the top and work our way down. <clears throat> okay. Vince McMahon, go away. He's trying to return WWE, Graham. Of course he is. It's his baby. Yeah, he's trying to return. However, according to Wall Street Journal at this point, and I need to quote from my notes, he um our lawyers are very happy that you're doing that as well. You just refer to my notes here at this point, yes. Um he uh he faced fresh allegations um, from someone, and I'm going to quote here. Yeah. 
Um, in a November the 3rd demand letter to Vince McMahon's representative, a lawyer for former wrestling referee Rita Chatterton has asked for $11.75 million in damages. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, the demand letter was reviewed by the Wall Street Journal. There is more about this, but I refuse to pay the $25 to actually read the rest of the article. So um, there that's is a more... lot for one article. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying to the Wall Street Journal to read to read one article. Screw that shit. Um, it's, I mean, I mean, he, some people are saying apparently he believed it was it would have blown over if he'd stayed in charge. Vince, your company that you helped build is in better position now than when you've been running it for the, for the last five six years. Seriously. Enjoy retirement. Go and have eat in as many restaurants as you want with with women. Don't we don't we do not care. Your personal life is your personal life. Seriously, whatever you've done for the business outside of that stuff, because that's your that's your business. Let Stephanie, Nick, and Hunter run the show now. Okay, enjoy your enjoy your. Uh, Enjoy your retirement and enjoy your billions of dollars you've got because you, you have he has billions, billions, yeah. He does, he has that much. Well, he's a billionaire, he is, oh, yeah. Okay. I thought he was just a multi millionaire okay. on paper. I'm sure he's worth billions, but he got, a lot of it's got... tied up in stock and stuff. Well, well maybe so. Yeah. Obviously, you could cash that. He, he, he obviously, you could just cash that in like most people. Absolutely, could. he got paid a billion for Fox, didn't he? So. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, he got a fair chunk of change from Saudis as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess so. He's not I short, guess so. Not short of a bubble too, is he? That's for sure. Nah, would, he's doing all right. He'd be I able would, to put that second bar on in the heater if it gets I, cold this winter. I do wonder what it was like around the Thanksgiving table at, at the McMahon house this year, though, Graham. That was one of my Christmas. That was one of my devil's advocates I gave to somebody. That was the one I gave to Nish guy, I think. Mm, I, wonder, I wonder what it was like. <laughs> I wonder Exactly. What, I wonder what it was like with Shane, Stephanie, and um, Stephanie's the one who's in charge. She she got all the power. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who would have thought that? Who would have thought that yeah. after all the rumble, eh? Who would have thought that? Uh, but yeah, I, I Vince, Vince just really did up your head, and I was like, "Oh, you silly old man, go away!" Oh. And just when we thought it couldn't get any worse. This week after we heard that, I'm pretty sure this is your main bad cop, Mama Graham, and let you take it away. It's not. Oh, it's not. It's not. I was hoping it would be yours. It'll be it, well. I'll, use it, I'll talk about it in my speech then, Graham. The only thing I've got. So that's what I was going to have to do. I was like, oh shoot, if you're not mentioning it, I guess I better mention it in my speech. <laughs> it'll be my. Well, we we just have our speech check moments. Graham, you take your main bad cop moment, sir. So. All right. Um, my main bad. I, I mentioned the fact that I was very busy in the evenings this week at the, at the start of the week, and then one more thing got dropped on us as well. Mason was wrestling. It was his first uh, home match, so I was like, "Well, we got to see that. It it is what it is." Uh, we didn't know at that time that there was going to be a snow day the next day. There was talk, but we didn't know for sure. So anyway, he told us uh, six o'clock start. Like, All right, fine enough. So got there at six o'clock. Didn't realize it was a three team tournament. His team didn't feature in the first month, so. Great. So we had to sit for an hour waiting for that. 
And I'm not sure if you're familiar with, I'm not sure if it works like for all of the um, the wrestling events like this, but in middle school, it's always the lowest weight and then they build up until they get to the maximum weight and then that's it. So Thanks. Mason's the lowest weight. In high school, he's 106. That's it. If you're 10 pounds, then you were wrestling 106. It's 106 and below. He didn't wrestle. We're like, okay. Um, he did mention to us that he, he had to forfeit one of his matches because his opponent, uh, the, the opponents didn't have anybody in that weight class. And we're like, oh, fantastic. Now we've got to wait. Anyway, they went through all the matches and it got to the point where they had the heavyweight one. We're like, oh, what's going on? He actually had the last match. I don't know. For some reason, they skipped his weight, did every other weight, and then got to him. So and basically, we ended up waiting two hours just to see one match because we knew he didn't feature in the, in the other match. That was the one he had as a buy. Yeah. So it's a slight bad cop moment, but not really. It's actually a really a good cop I'm moment. Aware, Greg, I don't, I'm aware, I was going to say, I don't have, um, those slots are already filled, so um, I had to get the, I had to fit it in somehow. Um, as you might have possibly seen on my uh, social oh, yes. media. It was um, the the team that they were facing. Um, a lot of those people. It's it's a school with a lot of money, shall we say? And it's one where Old they have money. opportunities that perhaps other people don't. A lot of these people have been wrestling for years. Um, if they're on sports teams, they're probably on travel teams. They pay thousands of dollars. They probably got coaches. Blah blah blah. Yeah, blah. yeah, anyway, yeah. Exactly. Anyway, um, yeah, the team was losing by twelve, uh, losing by eleven with two matches to go. So um, if you can get the pin, you get six. And I didn't even realize, I I didn't expect them to win at all. And that really wasn't important. But they were wrestling well. I saw one of my former students win a game as well, win a match as well, which was great to see. I hadn't seen him in a couple of years. Yeah. And anyway, next to last match, he got a pin. Now, I hadn't noticed because they were a little slow in updating the scoreboard. So I thought it was, they were down by 11. And then Mason came out. We're like, oh, okay. And I was like, well, they obviously, it doesn't matter at this point. We'll just see how well he does. But yeah, when they finally updated the score, it came down to if Mason could get a pin, they actually won the contest by one point. And I think from the length of the video, Matt, I think we can probably say in about 30 seconds, he actually managed to get the pin. The um, they won by one. And if you saw the clip that was on, I think one of the clips that I yeah. posted, it actually showed you the person that won that previous match, the biggest guy on the team, he actually lifted Mason up, basically carried him off on his shoulders. And uh, yeah, they got to celebrate a 40 to 39 win. Um, we had to wait two hours, but oh my gosh, it was exciting. And it was totally worth the payoff in the end. And halfway through that match as well, uh, or through the series of those matches, we found out we were getting a snow day as well. So that news was going around the stadium as well. Hey, we don't have to get up in the morning. And um, yeah, clearly a good cop moment. By I will it. say, Mason did a great job of of uh, moving for the pin, and he worked really hard for it. You say it's only like thirty seconds. He worked hard for that. You know, he had, wait waited so long for his match. You know, sometimes you can, sometimes you can be overconfident or. He was, he was he got the job done, yeah. respectful, went, shook hands with the other side, yeah. ran back to the other side, and then he say, I was the coach at first, it's the side of the guy. <laughs> yeah. He carried away like some kind of trophy. Yeah, big big guy. Big guy who picked him up. But, but what but yeah. I thought about, I was like, he's got to talk about it. He's not going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about it because I'm a very proud uncle. Right? Well, I felt bad because I'd also talked wrestling, the pre Mason wrestling specific the previous two weeks, but I was like, I can't not, how can I not talk about that? You can that, always that was... talk about it on this show, Graham. You know that. 
Uh-huh. It was nice also, people I mentioned last week as a good cop moment, I saw that both Mikey Banker and Josh Fuller actually commented on the post as well. And uh, somebody from Nova, who we used to sit with as well, was talking, was breaking analytics down as well, saying that Mason was good because of this, this, and this. I saw it in the comments, yeah. It was cool to see. It was great for the it was great for the school. And um yeah, they were doing well. Um I'll have to show you, I'll have to send you a video sometime. One of the other wrestlers on the team. And um, I think one of the wrestlers on the team, I think he um he might have won a states last year. Or if he didn't, he got very close to. And Jackson said, I missed his match, it was so quick. Um it wasn't that it was over in like 20 seconds or anything, but it was literally within the first minute he took him down, got points. Then he managed to almost get a pin. So it was like three more. Then he maneuvered it around, got another close one through. He had like 10 points within like 40 seconds. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a really good looking wrestler. Uh, he clearly knows his stuff and he's clearly a class above him. But it's nice when you can see that that top level athlete. I'm sure he's going to wrestle when he gets to college, but um yeah, fun times watching um, watching some high school wrestling rather than uh, middle school wrestling. We haven't been to the other ones because it's always been away or it's been like two and a half hours away. So this was the first time we actually got to see him uh, wrestle okay. for his home team. Yep. And you must make, and I'm not letting you forget this, Graham. I'm not letting you forget it. <laughs> Proving you wrong. Proving you wrong. I already admitted it. I already yeah, did. But, you, but, you, but I've also never seen you more happy to admit your mistake. Oh. Of course, of course, but, and it also shows how much the team clearly bonds as well. The fact yeah. that Mason, smallest guard, smallest guard on the team, <laughs> gets the winning pinfall, and they yep. celebrate like he just won on the Stanley Cup. Yep, yep. there you go. It, very cool. And like I said, I didn't even realize what was going on in the moment because I, I thought the score was irrelevant at that point. I thought the other team had already won. I didn't even know that was even possible. So, yeah, I made it even. Cooler. Never give up, never give in. That's it. All right, then. Talk about Mandy Rose. Yeah. Mandy Rose. I was trying to think of something else that I could have pretended to play dumb with and pretended that's what we were talking about, but I could not think of anything else. No, Mandy Rose. Um, her, believe it or not, me and Chris actually watched it on NXT last night. We were watching it, a replay of it on the TV last night. Um, oh, I thought you were talking about the other video for a second. Oh, no, 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 Um, although maybe, um, I, I do, I dare say it's a good watch if you're into that sort of thing, but not for me personally. Um, it would have been a very easy devil's advocate for you. I was like, yeah, but no, she's had. When she joined NXT and she had a completely new career change, she did absolutely everything right for rebuilding her career. She did absolutely everything right. Thing is, is everyone has been really, really supportive of her since she left on WWE. I've got a different opinion. My opinion is... Of what? I guess the big question here is, what do you consider the bad cop moment? Because there's a lot of different bad cop moment. Is everyone, everyone giving her is everyone saying that she did that uh, supporting her. Fuck her. Oh, oh, we're not on the same page then at all. Oh, okay, no. all right. Wait. She broke her contract. She broke her contract. Okay. You're fired. She did. Simple. She did. Yeah, but you broke your contract. You deserve to be fired. Okay. 
And that's gonna people out there are gonna hate on me for that. And I do not do not give a damn at me at JGB underscore Jackson. Okay, seriously, I I do not <laughs> give a damn if people do not agree with me on this. Okay, Mandy Rose should maybe have been paid more money for, for doing the job she was doing, but the fact of the matter is. <sighs> Did she really think people were going to a find out, and b, and b, she wasn't expecting this to happen when they found out? I, I mean, think she was okay being found out, and I don't think she cared about being found out. Then what was more important to her, getting her tits out or being a WWE superstar? Well, the the story is that she was making more money for doing the latter than the former. At thirty dollars a month, that wasn't that a question I asked. That, that you, would man. rack up pretty quick. That wasn't a question. Uh, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. But you can uh, when uh, when you have a, a limited window to make money from your assets, however you want to view those things. Um, if you can, at one point, at that point in time, she was doing both. And I'm I'm saying it's dangerous to obviously think about trying and think what they're actually thinking. But let me ask you this then: Do you think that AEW will take her? Because I think in a heartbeat they will take her. Yes, I think they will take her. So for that reason, I don't think it's a concern. Like if if it was like you've lost all your WWE money and you'll never wrestle again, I think that might have been a different. That might have been a more serious threat for her. I think the problem was it's it's a matter of economics, and if the economics aren't right, you're not going to follow the rules. So if they suddenly said like um, you get caught speeding, you get charged, you get fined one pence or something, Matt, you wouldn't give a monkeys. You'd be like, all right, I got caught speeding, whatever. It's like. It has to be something, but for that, okay, so you're going to lose that contract, but she was making more money from doing something else, and at the same time, I, I think AEW will take her. I think instantly they'll take her. Because I've... of all the good things that you said. She's brought up a lot of people as well. Like, you look at what she did with Otis. Like, that that was awesome. The team that she's taken on with NXT as well. Like, it's worked really well. And do you don't think that it would work with, somebody talks about, put her with Paige. Call it like um, toxic attraction or something. Like instantly, sure, go for it. You, there's a lot of possibilities you could do with somebody like Mandy Rose. You keep telling me the AEW women's division is weak. I think if you had Mandy no, Rose, I, the... I've never said that. Oh, it... you liar! No, 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 no. I've said it's booked weekly. Mm, the, the booking is terrible. Well. The booking is terrible. They got some very talented women in that women's division, but I didn't say you said that they were all talentless. But you've you've said that they needed more talent. I've I've the talent they've got. If you add more and more to the pool, you've got to find TV time for them, and you can only put so many people on dark and an elevation. You're okay with WWE bringing back all those people that they fired? Yeah, we're not going to get a double standard here. There is more to come. After this, from on my speed check, Graham actually actually be oh, down. Oh, oh, well, well. Okay. So, uh, um, because Manny Rose may may well get snapped up by AEW, and if that's the case, good luck to her. But the fact matter is, she was in breach of contract. I have no sympathy for her. Oh, if if you, I, but I don't. I think the thing is, I don't think she cared. Like, that's obviously, then, she was going to get found out. Well, uh, the, I'll talk, let me tell you I've my side. I've no sympathy for her. Then I've no sympathy for her at all. Then. 
Well, let me tell you what I what what I what I heard. Obviously on Twitter, I'd heard that she'd been fired, and my mm. first thought was like, "Oh my god, like what the hell is Hunter doing?" I was like, "This is just like Vince with Zelina Vega." I was like, "It's that same issue again." I was like, "What the hell is the big deal here?" Like AEW has no problem with things like that. AEW is going to let Action Andretti go back and wrestle MCW. Why can't WWE be a little bit more liberal? And I thought it had all been blown out of proportion. I, I'd assumed it was something small, and there'd been a bit an overreaction. And people are asking, like, so what exactly happens? And I was like, oh, let me show you, let me show you the link. And I clicked on the link. I was like, oh, oh gosh, I, I did not realize. I, I, I can, I understand why, I understand why WWE did what they did. Um, but yeah, no, I misunderstood the. Uh, I, I totally misunderstood the yeah. story. I, what I thought Leo it was Vega something was doing was different to what was. Oh, very, uh, very different. Mm -hmm. Very different. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But but to to go on from what you was from what we were saying regarding. Um, um, all the people being hired back. Apparently, Triple H hasn't been blown away by some of the re-signings. Uh, which, well, yeah. which has, which, and he's uh, he won't be afraid to um to um let people want to go again. Um, never go I mean, back to your ex. I mean, uh, there was there, as my as my big sister said to me once upon a time. They're called your ex for a reason. Um, uh -huh. There are some of them have come back and have been brilliant. I mean, Dakota Kai, unquestionably, been fantastic. Candice LeRae, very positive. Johnny Gargano, um, but it's been some broad. I think William Regal will probably be pretty good as well. Regal, he, he's going to be backstage more, but it won't be. It, I mean, he should have gone in the first place, in my personal opinion. But he uh, was being paid by both companies at the same time. Oh, nice if he can get that. Vince kept paying him, even when he was working for AEW. He did? Yep. Why? Like a retainer? Honor, apparently. Apparently, it's an honor thing. Apparently, he honored the end of a contract. Oh. He said, I've got this thing, okay. with, I've got this thing with Brian. Um, uh -huh. And he's like, all right, Brian. Go. We'll pay him the contract. Oh wow! I I'd not heard that at Vince all. Vince hmm. has never done that for anyone else. No, why would you? And that was obviously when Vince was in charge, obviously. So, hmm. um, so credit where it's due, I guess, on that side of things. But a bit little too late at that point. Um, but there's some Perhaps people. He's going back to WWE, hoping Tony will do the same thing. <laughs> Unlikely. <laughs> there's a few people out. There's a few people that Vince that Vince that um, Triple H has re-signed though that haven't blown. Out of the water, I don't think Hit Row have had the same effect they did when they first came to the company. Um, I like them, look on, but I don't think they've had their away. Um, yeah. I know that some people have soured on Sarah Logan's gimmick already because of people yeah. because of the Indies. Um, mm -hmm. I like, I don't, you know, I like the name Valhalla, I think that's a great name for her in that role. Um, it's, I mean, Emma, that was a weird one to bring back. Um, he was been, so good on the Indies. Some people are so still, good on the Indies. Some but... people aren't happy with Bray Wyatt being back in the company. Um, I'm like, wait for it all. To, it's it's still playing out. The game, yeah, a long time. You got to give him a bit of time. Yeah, everyone's talking about Firefly Funhouse, and that's probably one of the most amazing gimmicks in the world. Okay, so just, just, we thought we'd like the Bliss this past week. Yes, yes. I love that. So it's little things like that. It's the little things. I 
looking forward to seeing what happens. But there's, but no, um, there's, I'm I'm gonna keep my some returning people because uh, they haven't blown us away in some places. In some places. Is that but, the end of your speed check. Yeah, sorry, it was a rather long one. I'm so sorry. Well, now you won't be as angry about Nish Guy's one from earlier in the year. That might that might have surpassed the one. Yeah, it wasn't. I wasn't going to put. I wasn't going to put a twenty-three minute speed check in Graham on a, on a cracker. <laughs> what about you, well, mate? I was going to talk. I was going to talk about Mandy Rose, but I don't. Um, I actually mentioned. I don't know if you saw this post earlier. Um, I did mention that um, to to Rob and to Dan that um, the UTT were going to feature in the bad cop moments this week. Yes. Um, I, I teased it. Um, the bad cop moment, Matt, you might as well just roll your eyes right now at me and um, you're, you're going to throw your hands up in the air and it's going to be in disbelief. Um, I had what's called an, an idiot eureka moment when it's something so blatantly obvious that you finally realize what it was. And it's like, oh, eureka, but it's something that's really stupid. Um, I nearly asked this question on Twitter multiple times and I'm so glad that I didn't because I would have been ridiculed mercilessly. It wasn't until this morning that I realized what the UTT in UTT Rob stood for. I don't know why it took. <laughs> I think Matt might have disconnected or he switched his screen off or something. I don't know why I hadn't figured that out at all. Now, I thought because I thought the UTT podcast was because it was set up by UTT Rob. That was the that was my that was my logic at that time. And I meant to ask him multiple times, what does the UTT stand for? And then this morning I was like, oh, for God's sake, you are such an idiot. Um, uh, if, so if you that... thought that perhaps I didn't need to share the fact that I was happy when uh, Riho's uh, leg was broke, I probably didn't need to share this fact either. I could have easily shared it off air. But for uh, the, the question I have been, Graham, now you've, now you've shared it, Graham, is what does it stand for? <laughs> it stands for unbooking the territory, obviously. And... It stands for something else as well. Yes. It does. I don't know what the other thing is then. And booking the tankatory. Oh, of course. Okay, of course. Yeah, I was thinking Tank Albert, and I was like, well, that doesn't fit in with the uh, with the letters at all. I think in my head that I I probably knew knew of UTT Rob before I knew Dan Griffin. So yeah. I think at that point, I hadn't made that connection that I don't think there was the podcast at that time. Nope. Like UTT Rob was there before the podcast. So I that I think that was why I had not made that association. But when yeah, I was like, yeah. oh, my God. I think you're an idiot. Right, yeah. That's right, yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm an idiot. I'll admit it. That's my bad cop moment for taking a ridiculous amount of time for actually figuring that out. I don't know why I suddenly figured it out either. But hey, okay. better late than never. Midnight on the 5th. On the 15th of December, Graham admits he's an idiot. Is it too late now? You can have a Christmas cracker out of this. No, <laughs> right now at this point. Um, yeah, that is up there. That's one of the funniest bad comments I've seen, and probably a good way to like measure up after what happened. Right, speaking of um, the UTT podcast, and no, I have a great fan. Should we check out the fan comment moments, Graham? Do it. Uh, I my phone's actually charging right now, so I'm gonna have to do this. I'm gonna have to do this on my laptop instead, which I don't normally do. So just give me a second. While you're doing that, Graham, I am going to 
kick things off with Jeremy in time, 721. Welcome back, sir. Yes. Welcome back, sir. A uh, good cop moment. Action Andretti beating Chris Jericho. This has been a popular one, Graham, it feels like. Of course. A uh, bad cop moment. Vince McMahon news as a whole. Miro not being used due to no creative. We mentioned this last week about the lack mm-hmm. of creative. Right? How he's rejecting the creative. Just stayed where he was. Just, just saying. Rusev would have been brilliant again. But you, sir, you how you found your spot? Well, I'm going to start with uh, I'm going to start with Nishkai, and I nearly mentioned his bad cop moment as a bad cop moment because it kind of appalled me. But uh, good cop moment, Regal's feel good story of the year, and bad cop moment announcing the indefinite hiatus of the blade job in a comment because I just don't have the energy or support to even make them sometimes. Maybe someday, but not today. Um, I think the hashtag the seven were pushing for at least one episode a year. Um, I did put a reminder out on December 1st, like, hey, you realize you got like 30 days to do this. And it looked like it was all coming together. We'd all kind of said, hey, yeah, we'll do whatever, whenever, just let us know. Uh, we would we would drop anything for Ryan if he's doing a podcast. Um, we would cancel plans. We would. I think the only thing you probably wouldn't cancel would be your upcoming wedding. But I think pretty much everything that can be dropped, we probably would have dropped to, to help that. So, um, yeah, um, I'm good at I'm good, and I'm sure quite a few people were as well. Yeah, um, obviously, you know, other things take priority, especially if you sure. if you need that sort of thing. And um, Ryan, we love you, buddy. Um, if you need anything, give me a shout. Good cop, bad cop, number one Hall of Famer, first Hall of Famer, first ever Hall of Fame. Don't forget, of course, the uh, Hall of Fame will be coming. It will be announced next week. Oh, okay. I'm thinking it was January. Oh, okay. handing out. I usually do it the week, week, usually between Christmas and New Year, but we're on Christmas Day next year, this next week, Graham. So next week, the Hall of Fame will be announced, and um, also the rest of the of the of awards will be handed out as well. So I'm going to go. I'm going to carry on with the In Time Boys. I'm going to go to the In Time Podcast. Uh, Action Andretti beating Chris Jericho, and. <laughs> Worst cop, all the talk about Vince McMahon coming back. Mm. We don't yeah. want him back. Yep, yep. Uh, chat, grapple, and cheap pops. Uh, good cop, can't think of one. What the hell are they been watching this week? Uh, um, and bad, oh, this is what they've been watching. Bad cop, uh, Vice documentary on Vince was atrocious, like really effing bad. And you did kind of ask what, what it was, and it sounds like it's just a repackaging of previous clips kind of put together with a few little bits tacked onto it. So I'm it, glad I didn't watch it. It was, um, from what I can tell, it was bad quality as well, and nothing we didn't really know already. And yeah. asking asking Uncle Shaga Dave for an opinion is like, I'm with great respect here. Asking Jackson to do advanced calculus is a bad idea. Hmm. I thought I thought of love to to our Jackson. I thought of love, but I'm not sure he could do advanced calculus. Um. Oh. I'm going to go to Scottish Struggle with Mr. Danny. Um, good comment. Chris Jericho did the job this week. People loving Jericho being a good man here. Mm-hmm. Bad comment. Interest seems to be at an all-time low on the Conrad network. So he's getting all legends to spout off at their enemies for YouTube views. Pretty embarrassing, and it's putting them all in a very bad light. I hadn't seen that. Mm. Um, yeah, there's hope that that... Uh, I, I thought that changes soon because legends should just be remembered for the good reasons, but it seems to be all you have seen to think about is the bad stuff they do. Mm-hmm. I hate no Hulk Hogan. 
Um, Five Nerds Go, Good Cop, NXT, Deadline, and Ring of Honor Final Battle being a good watch, and Riddle to rehab for his issues. Uh, Bad Cop, Mandy Rose considering how WWE sexualized women and other problematic people. And um, I apologize for any images this great cop might uh, bring up. Uh, Mandy getting paid 30, pa oh, 30 pounds in the UK. And it was $30. Perhaps he just didn't have the dollar symbol on his keyboard. Uh, $30 a month for stripping, because I do some nasty shit for that, to be honest. I think he's nasty shit too, that as well, to be really honest, bro. And that's an area I could have gone and died happily without, to be brutally honest. Um, okay. Okay, I'm going to I'm going to go to the Queen of the Indies, Tiffany. We love Tiffany here. She was on this sort of time last year. Mm -hmm. Um she has a good cop moment, which is always fine. Um Um FAT versus Miracle ones at ETU was five fires. I'm getting at the five star. Um mm -hmm. and and Trailer Mar versus Alec Price at NFW was four flames. I'm I'm getting a four four star match as well. I'm okay. assuming so. I could imagine that last one being an absolute banger. Trailer Mars, uh, very good, very good. Yes, we, we're a big fan of Trailer Mars here at Google Backup. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I dare say it'd be worth checking out if I can find a link for that. Yep. Uh, Dan Griffin, good cop moment. Found out Josh Alexander is touring in the UK in February twenty three. Hmm. And bad cop moment. Mandy Rose are fired from WWE while questionable characters remain. Ah, yes, of course. Always those double standards. Indeed. Indeed. Speaking of double standards, the Universal Wrestling Podcast um, brings this up. A good cop moment. Uh, Walla winning NXT deadline and Riddle getting the help he needs. I am very happy Riddle getting the help. And mm -hmm. about time too. Bad cop moment. Lashley being fired and hired in the same week. He was fired by Adam Pearce. And then he was hired by Adam Pearce the next day off TV. Um, it looks a bit of a waste of an opportunity for a storyline here. Um, unless they're gonna have Adam Pierce basically now being um Lashley's bitch, uh, that'd be kind of funny. I can't, I feel it might be kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Um, high five Tom, Josh Alexander, and Speedball Mike Bailey. Um, but on top contender for, oh, sorry, I think I supposed to say not on top contender for match. Oh, but not. Oh gosh, let me try again. He did apologize later, saying it made sense before he before um spellcheck took over. Josh Alexander and Mike Speedball Bailey, but on top contender for match of the year on Impact TV. Okay, uh, good, good cop moment addendum. Said match had a unique ending that you don't normally see in an almost 60-minute match. And bad cop moment, barely anyone will watch said match because it's on impact. Well, I did watch it because I had some time, as I mentioned earlier. So I watched Dynamite this morning, and then, I watched, and then I watched that match. And it was very good. Indeed, indeed. Uh, at UTC Rob. Um... <laughs> Good, good, good cop moment. Riddle off TV. Um, bad cop moment. Vince McMahon plans 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 to return to WWE, even if Raw's viewing figures have been in the pan. Um, mm -hmm. and WWE cop moment. The Mandy Rose situation. Yes. I get a feeling I might be uh Rob's bad cop moment for next week. Very, very. It would be deserved. It is very, very possible. I do believe, Graham, that may be everybody. 
I think that's it. That was a that was a pretty good response. Thank you to everyone for responding so early as well. Um, like I said, I put the message out Wednesday night, and uh, people were responding also on Thursday morning as well. Uh, keep a lookout for that post next week. It'll be probably just a little bit before Christmas. Uh, probably Christmas Eve, Eve, I'm guessing, or somewhere yeah. around that time. We'll recorded twenty third, hopefully. Well, I know you're going to do the intro in a second, but you've had probably about just about an hour. Have you managed to uh, find any devil's advocates? Oh, um, he's smiling and nodding happily. Found. All right, take it uh, away then. Okay, sisters, brothers, and non-binary others, welcome to episode 217 of Good Cop Back Wrestling Podcast's Devil's Advocate Round. With myself and Graham throw devil's advocates at each other, which are ridiculous things we do not believe. Take out with our DADA Michael Pellegrini at Dying Format for if you have any complaints about what we say, although to be brutally honest, he's debut this time of year, so uh, if need be, send it send it across to uh, our good friend uh, WrestleWitch if you really want someone uh, who's got plenty of time on her hands to help us out. I'm saying that in jet, of course. Congratulations, my dear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, so, Graham, you have a prerogative, sir. Oh, I'll give you my devil's advocate. I didn't I really have. I was kind of like you. I didn't really one have or two. to be honest, but um, I got one for each. I I can normally do that, but that Which, was tough. okay. Which one are you going to give me first? Wrestling? Oh, or... I'm giving you the wrestling one first. Okay. Seems as we just talked about it in the uh, fan cop moments anyway. Um, 59 minutes and 40 seconds for the latest Impact Iron Man match. What a load of rubbish! I was done after the first 40 seconds. Absolutely, Graham. One thing that uh, we we've noticed over the last over the last year and a half, especially Graham, is that longer periods of time are not always productive. We had to extend the speed check section because of one of our guests, Graham. Okay, shorter periods of time are clearly what everybody needs, and we can watch more Mandy Rose. Oh, there you go. There you go. Um, it was, um, yeah, you know, normally once it got to that time, I just assumed it was going to get to the hour and that was going to be it. And, um, no, they actually, they actually finished the match. Yes. Speedball Bailey, another person who, when I went to see the Hardy Boys up at MCW, it was somebody I said I was really excited to see and, um, great to see him on Impact as well. Really talented wrestler. Very talented wrestler. I actually sort of apologize as well. I think it's maybe actually too good, Graham, actually. Um, Mm. I apologize. Um, this devil's advocate is wrestling based. It really is wrestling based. Okay, <clears throat> is it mess Mason wrestling by any chance? No, it's not. No, it's not. No. <laughs> Thank you. No, no. <clears throat> Thirty dollars is nothing. My new maths based only fans will make six times that. Uh, absolutely, I would say that's uh, the whole point of math. It's for solving problems, and what's the biggest problem that most people have right nowadays? Money, all because of those damn Tories and damn Republicans taking all our money and giving it to the rich people who don't need it anyway already. So no, obviously that would be something that people would be interested in. But why would you want to look at some tits when you could just look at some totals or sums and differences, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? Um, only friends with Chris. There is um wasn't created for what people use it for. It was created to actually be fans of of celebrities and things, not for people to get their knockers down. But hey, it works for people like who need to. Make- I was my devil's advocate, and I couldn't quite get the wording right. But I wanted it to have that double meaning. But I was going to talk about the knockers of Mandy Rose. Obviously, you could think about the people who were 
like you were not backing her at all. And obviously the other connotation as well. I just couldn't quite get the wording right, so I had to uh, back away from it. Um, there was a teacher, a math teacher, who was posting his um, video tutorial videos on Pornhub for some reason. Yes. And apparently getting a lot of views. Yeah, millions of views, millions of views. <laughs> it was Malaysia, I want to say. Yes, yes, it was. <laughs> I saw it, it was brilliant. Not quite the same thing, but it made me think of it immediately. I don't know how it came across my Twitter feed, but it came across my Twitter feed and it was brilliant. Yeah, that was brilliant. Eric, my um, non-wrestling related one happens as in relation to something that happened today. Um, if it hadn't been so late, I was actually going to ask if we could do an open agenda, but I know it's kind of late, so I just turned it into a devil's advocate instead. Um, the devil's advocate for you, then, is an oil change and a tire rotation should be $150. Well, when you think about it, a, a, an oil change and a tire rotation, $150? Sounds about the right sort of price I'd trade for paper game. In fact, maybe even more than that, Graham, if need be, Graham. Because I'm guessing the tire rotation is going to be all four tires. Plus, you need to put an extra tire in the boot, Graham. So it's going to cost more, surely. Maybe $300. You're probably asking the wrong person. I should have probably asked Chris to defend it rather than you. Um, in England, um, oil changes aren't really that big of a thing. You do it once a year, and that's it. Whereas here, it's probably... Um, Every three months or something close to that, or perhaps you can stretch that. Because the about oil you put in the car, that's why. Yeah, it, it kind of does. I was I went to somewhere that I knew was quick because I had to make sure I got back in time. We had um even though we had a snow day, we had to be online for an hour on Zoom in case any students had questions. So I knew this place was a little quicker, and the people were obnoxious there. To be quite honest, I went in. They're like, "Have you been here before?" I'm like, "Yeah." So they plug it into the computer and came. He come in. He's like, "You haven't been here before." I was like, "Yeah, I have." He's like, you haven't been here before. I was like, yes, I have. He's like, did you change your license plate? I was like, no. I was like, I've had that car for 10 years. He's like, do you change your car? I was like, no, I haven't changed it. I've been here multiple times. And then finally he found it on the computer. And I was like, oh my God. And then when he's calling my name, he, he said, Mr. Millet. I'm like, that's not me. But I was like, if my car's ready, then I'm. So the whole thing was a joke. But when I saw that price, the guy before me as well, I think I get a synthetic oil change because it lasts a little bit longer. And so I don't have to go in as frequently. And I think the other guy just had a regular oil change. And when his amount was announced, he was like, that's gone up. I, I know everything's gone up because of inflation and stuff. But oh, about $150, $150, like, holy cow. I was, in my head, I was thinking it would be probably closer to 100 But I was not expecting that. But definite bad cop moment that's uh, not wrestling related. All right, let me get my clock set up for whatever you have for me then for not wrestling related. Okay. Um, I've got the, the core of it down, Graham, so I'm going to go ahead and do this on the fly with one, okay? Okay. Um, okay. With next week being Christmas week, I intend to celebrate with the best new festive cocktail, the Code Orange. I have absolutely no idea what the Code Orange is, so I'm going to have to obviously bluff at this. You said it wasn't wrestling related, otherwise I said it was related to Orange Cassidy, so I've been like, obviously I'll be up for something like that. Who doesn't love some orange? Obviously, you know, I'm a big fan of Donald Trump as well, and there's nothing more orange than that, so that would sound appropriate. Code Breaker, that's Chris Jericho. Hey, you're talking about all my favourite things right now, so absolutely I'll be drinking a Code Orange. <laughs> I have literally no idea what a Code Orange is. What is a Code Orange, Graham? I have no idea. If you'd asked me what Code Red is, I could have told you. You'd be shouting Code Orange all on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, that. Oh. <laughs> when you, I thought you said I would be drinking a Code Orange. Yeah. I must have misheard. It's a great name for cocktail. 
Oh, okay. So Code Orange is the new name for basically. It's not really a snow day. A snow day is Code Red. If they have a Code Red, the schools close. But we used to have two-hour delays where if it was icy in the morning, they want to wait for the traffic to kind of get out of the way, keep it temperature start to rise a little bit as well, so the kids aren't standing outside for so long. So they used to do these two-hour delays. Now since COVID, we haven't don't have as many bus drivers, and kids are actually the bus drivers are having to do double loops. And we just can't physically do it now. Like if we have a two-hour delay, we can't get the kids in and out quick enough. So they introduced this thing called Code Orange, where they have to do a little bit of work from home. And um, yeah, no, I didn't. It, it's still kind of a new phrase to us, Matt. But that was yesterday. Everyone was like, "Please give us a Code Orange. Please give us a Code." I just hadn't recognized it in the context that you'd given it to me. Because it was an American accent. <laughs> that Mason, might be as well. Where's Mason? Code Orange. If you'd have said that, yeah. I might have got it. Yeah, I guarantee, Graham, I could come up with a, with a cocktail recipe called a Code Orange. I'm thinking something, um, thinking something citrusy. I'm thinking something a lot of simple syrup. Uh, I, I could come up with something for you, Graham. While you're putting it together, let me ask you this. Um, you know Jackson's a big fan of uh, Just a Minute right now. And uh, one of the topics, we were listening to the one, um, the series just after uh, Nicholas had, had passed away. Yeah. So they're having the guest hosts on. And they were like, I'd like you to talk for 60 minutes, uh, 60 seconds on uh, a Clementine, a Clementine, a Clementine. And we were like, Jackson's like, is that a Clementine? And I was like, I thought I called it a Clementine. I was like, is that an American pronunciation? And then anyway, they started talking and they all said Clementine, except for Giles Brandworth, who said Clementine. So go ahead. Is it Clementine English pronunciation? I've never heard it ever pronounced any way apart from Clementine. Oh, OK. So it, it did sound weird. I was like, I know sometimes it's not something really that I purchase. A lot. I would just say orange anyway, or I'd say a big orange or a small orange. I wouldn't be. Clementine, Satsumas. Um, exactly, exactly. Yeah, Satsumas I'm more familiar with, but okay. Oh, no, so I wonder why they said Clementine then. Never, never heard of it. Heard of Ovaltine. But... Clementines, load, love Clementines. Uh, Clementine, um, obviously is the is the main character, one of the main characters in the Walking Dead video game series, Graham, which we've reviewed on Game Junkies with Benjamin Banks, of course. So well, worth checking out, of course. Uh, right, shall we chip off, then, Graham? I think we probably should, guys. Um, happy holidays, happy Hanukkah, uh, happy Kwanzaa. I uh, hope you're enjoying yourselves. We'll see you back here on the 25th. We're out of here. Oh. The music was Happy Happy Game Show by Kevin McLeod. At in Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. HTTP colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0 slash.